0: You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Happy New Year, Squirrels! <laughs> I had a little 2020 stuck in my throat still. But welcome to 2021 here at Squirrel Talk Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Vicki Licks. And my co host joining me for all these podcasts moving forward is my daughter, Selena Vile. I'm Selena Vile,
1: and this is 2021.
0: 2021. My vision has gotten only better. And we have some very
1: exciting news, Selena Vile. We do have some big news. We are now members of the Sonar Network podcast family. We've got our cards, we got our little member cards. That's right. We're now an official podcast of the
0: world. Yeah, so we're, we are joining the Sonar Network, which is a, uh, how would you describe this network?
1: They're a Toronto-based, mostly comedy network. So they work with a lot of people in the Toronto comedy community. They also have people from across Canada um, doing work for them. They are they, they have some great podcasts, so go to the thesonarnetwork.com and check it out. If you have been a guest host on this show, your profile is on our, uh, on our uh, Sonar site.
0: They really do have a well-organized uh, site, and they just have all the different... They have so many great shows. A lot of my um, colleagues from the comedy world are on there and yours as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of guests that we've had and they're all listed on the site. Like you said, it's really great. So uh, um, it's, a, it's moving on up. Squirrel Talk is moving on up. We're part of a network, you know. We're not just, you know, some little Etsy store of a podcast. We're on a network, <laughs> baby.
1: Well, we're on the Amazon of podcasts now.
0: We're the CNN. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, But let's do a little
1: housekeeping, a little Canadian housekeeping. How how are you keeping in your house? I am, um, you know, the the old regular in Ottawa with my parents doing this podcast from a parking lot. Shout out to the sound quality of recording in your car. Um, And uh, other than that, you know, I'm just checking out all the housewives, catching up on the world of of housewives. What parking lot are you in? Um, it's called gate Mall. It used to be like a strip, like it used to be like a full on mall that had a Zellers and a Consumers distributing. And they tore all that down and now it's like an outdoor mall. An outdoor mall? Ooh, just outdoorware,
0: yeah. like camping?
1: Yeah, yeah. I pitched my tent. <laughs> oh, nice. And I also set up my tent and everything's great out here.
0: Perfect. Well,
1: tis the season for,
0: you know, tents. Uh, you're catching up on the housewives. I know I'm obviously a big housewife so Glad I've watched all of them. Well, actually, I haven't. I haven't watched the very early seasons, which was where you started. You started from OC season one
1: 2006 I, I am someone who like if I'm going to do something. I'm doing it all the way. I want the full history. So I'm going to watch it. From the beginning and this is something i tell everybody who's like what season should i start if i'm going to watch drag race i'm like you watch all of it and you start from the beginning because if you start with like season eight season seven and then you go back to season one it's like you're not going to appreciate it because of the quality that you're watching you're like i can't watch this but if you start from season one you don't know how better it gets um but that's i started watching housewives
0: after i had already started like i i think i started new york on season four Okay. For me, I was like, ooh, because I, I was like so engaged by that season. And then I didn't even watch the first three seasons until very recently.
1: But then you miss, then, then you don't get the whole like Betty oh, Zarin
0: relationship. And okay, good. I got it still,
1: but then I caught up and then I got it even more. It was better. That's the thing is I, I want to get the full, I don't want the Coles Notes. I want the full effect. I want to read the whole book. That's admirable. Yeah, thank you. Listen, we got time. I got time. We got time. <laughs> you got uh, time to watch. <laughs> How many seasons are there? Like 425. Well, I've already watched. I did the math already. What did I watch? I watched like 35 seasons, and oh, I have like God. I have like 42 to go, or something crazy like that. 42. Se- uh, yeah, I guess you're not even halfway yet. I'm not even halfway. You haven't
0: even. You, well, you got to DC, but you haven't gone to Pot- Pot- Potomac. I've not gotten to Potomac. I've not gotten to Dallas. Dallas. Oh yeah, that one gets a little old dicey near the end yikes um but yeah the housewives they're keeping us company that's what we love you know what else is keeping us company drag race nonstop all year
1: wait what about you how are you doing
0: we didn't talk about you we just talked about housewives <laughs> oh i'm just doing my thing girl diddling myself working out at home diddling myself some more
1: <laughs> mm, you know how i like that
0: <laughs> get your country diddles ready um <laughs> I'm good. Everything's fine with me. Does that sound convincing? Not at all. When people say that, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong with me.
1: (laughs) Not at all. It's great. It's great.
0: Listen, I don't have to air my dirty laundry quite yet, okay? No, don't uh, do it. Listen, I, had a, I actually had a great 2020. I did. And amongst everything that happened, I mean, I had a big breakup from a relationship. I lost my job. I haven't been in the gym, um, et cetera, et cetera. But,
1: I, you know, I had a lot of great things that happened in that year. Well, everyone caught up to you because you've been isolating your whole life.
0: That's <laughs> true. I thrive in other people's chaos. So yeah. If anybody else is unhappy, I get happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's that
1: all right super
0: and boy am i happy uh, we <laughs> left we left on uh our last episode was Canada's Drag Race that was September yes and uh with Drag Race Holland aired in the meantime we didn't do a review of that because it's too hard for me to watch the subtitles and the drag at the same time
1: it's too much but happening. also we had done too many podcasts <laughs> like I was out I was out. done it, it, we needed a break. There was too much going on. Mm-hmm.
0: But what did you think of Drag Race Holland? Let's just sum it up real quick.
1: So I enjoyed it on a certain level. What I don't enjoy is when there's a front runner. Like I don't love when there's one person who's with, like, I think she won four episodes won out of eight. I think she won more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. And so like, it just becomes like, what's the point of watching this anymore? We know who's going to get crowned. Like, it was the same with the Vivian. She yeah. was winning so much. It was so clear she was going to win.
0: Well, the Vivian, I was, I mean, I, I knew her going into this season. She was very likely going to win it. I mean, yeah. some of these first seasons, I feel, even Canada's Drag Race, like, secretly, I didn't say anything, but I kind of knew Karanka was probably going to win this season. Um, just because she is that person here in Canada, and, like, she really represents that stuff. So, uh-huh. I,
1: I feel like they have an idea and the first seasons of who they're thinking of. I mean, I agree with that, but it, that wasn't so obvious on the show. Like I think- No, no, no. Like they, they, didn't, they didn't present Priyanka that as a front They did runner. a great job at that for sure, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I, I So, Envy Peru won. I think she was a fabulous winner. She was like the most, one of the most polished drag queens I think I've ever seen. And let me just tell you, their runways on Drag Race Holland, the best runways in any franchise. That
1: is an excellent point. They brought those looks. They looked so, and there was so much camp going on. And some of them also had the personalities behind the looks. Like there was,
0: my favorite, my girl Jean. I'm uh-huh. obsessed. Like I'm all about Jean. She was a You are Jean. <laughs> I, I am a Cetergine. I wonder uh. what Jean means. and It makes me think of like uh, some kind of tangerine type fruit. I don't know if that's, is that, is that what it is? A Cetergine? I don't know! Aubergerine! Aubergerine?
1: Is that a thing? It's like an eggplant? You're thinking aubergine. Aubergine! Yes! I don't know what um, this aubergine is, but I love it. Did you have a favorite runway? Uh, uh, like theme? No, I, I, sorry, favorite look. Um, I liked...
0: There was a lot... I mean, Jean had a lot of great looks that I loved. I mean, her first yeah. look as Marie Antoinette coming out with... And this is a look that I was thinking of, too, potentially was Uh a big bell hoop skirt, opening that up, having all the tea and crumpets inside of it, Let them Uh eat cake.
1: She ate her cake. This woman brought sets. She brought sets to the show. Like, how did she get those Because apparently
0: they all live around the corner of the studio. So apparently (laughs) they were able to, like, get trucks to drive in daily. Oh, my God. Um, So that's the difference with Holland, I guess. But I thought they did a great job. In terms of runways, they really are standout.
1: Yeah, my favorite was um, Chelsea Boy's Umbrella Caught in the Wind Runway. Like, that outfit and the way she presented it on the runway was, I thought, like, I thought it was incredible. Oh, Chelsea Boy had so many,
0: they all had so many great looks. Honestly, Chelsea yeah. Boy was, had a lot of great looks. The yeah. metamorphosis look was incredible on her. I know that I mm-hmm. really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we could go on, but we didn't do that season, so we're going to stop. Uh, but I liked that season, and it was great. Yeah. And congratulations to Envy Peru. Stunning. It was an all, uh, a POC year of Drag Race winners.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We had Jada Essence Hall. We had Shea Coulee. We had Priyanka. We had um, uh, Envy Peru. And then our Miss Congeniality was uh, Heidi. That's right. Um, and I, we needed it that
0: year, you know, we really needed to be paying attention to the voices of people of color and
1: how important they are and how yeah. incredible their drag is, right? So, yeah, and, and they, they were like, all completely deserving of those awards. Like none of them were handed that because of BLM or anything like that. They absolutely. all deserved they those awards so hard. They all
0: deserved 100%. it, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen in 2021. We'll see. We'll see how this year throws out, you know? Yes, please. But let's get into it. So we started off real hot because here comes RuPaul's Drag Race,
1: New Year's Day. New Year's, <laughs> yes, New Year's Day. <laughs> like right, January first, no waiting. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I think it's the first time
0: they've ever done that. It has to be. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty smart. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of new content coming out in terms of reality TV. So the fact that they were even able to
1: film an entire season of Drag Race, was really, mm-hmm. it is. I'm happy they did it because I, I'm happy with what we got to. So, what were your overall feelings about watching this episode?
0: Well, should we do that at the end of the review?
1: No, let's do it at the beginning. Okay, let's uh-huh. do it at
0: the end. Let's do that at the <laughs> end. We'll do
1: it uh, a <laughs> All right, stay tuned for our thoughts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but let's, should we get into it? Should we just get into it? Let's do it. Dive in. Let's dive head in. All right, so lights come up and we see the workroom for the first time. And there is, uh,
1: you know, lots of uh, social distancing space. <laughs> it's a very big it, one. Is it? Why I couldn't I wasn't paying attention to the workroom itself. Does it, does it look wider than it was? <laughs>
0: it looks bigger, or maybe they just took tables out. I don't know. You know what? Maybe, maybe they spaced
1: no out room. the tables a little more.
0: Yeah, it just looked bigger, and they also painted the floor different. Oh, they painted the floor. Yeah, they painted. They new. They did new paint on everything on this set because uh, last season I was like, all right, this set needs new paint. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because I was, like, watching some of the girls near the backdrop of the runway. And you could see, yeah. like, silky nutmeg ganache, like, gashes in the wall. like <laughs> From where she slammed Miley Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they freshened up the set. Looks great. Nice. Who, Good who, for them. Who's coming in first? Well, a lot of queens are coming in first. But who's thinking they're coming in first? is Candy Muse from Brooklyn.
1: That's right. She comes in and she says... Um, from the hood to Hollywood. I love that. It's a great line. It's a great line. And she looks fantastic in her denim um, boombox fantasy. This is very uh, adjacent to Dahlia Sin's
0: entrance look. I don't even remember what she wore. It was this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was basically this. It was denim. It was a denim romper like she's wearing. Um, so she is Dahlia Sin's sister. and That's right. Technically, Aja's daughter, I guess they've had a falling out with Aja, the house of Aja. I think it was pretty public, yeah. Yeah, so now they are called the dollhouse, the two of them. Um, It's such an interesting thing because Aja is already a young queen. She was very young. Yeah. And then Dahlia and Candy are kind of the same age as her, too. They're all very young. So, I mean, you kind of predict those things when, (laughs) I mean they haven't even grown up themselves or know who they are really as drag artists for them to like continue as a house,
1: you know? That's the thing because part of the, part of the job of being a mother is like guiding your young, yeah. but they're all literally like probably the same age. Candy's probably older than Asha. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so like, um, there's no, I feel like there's no guidance there. I feel like it's like we've had Candy Sterling on our show before and she is I guess technically the mother of her sterling sisters of Tiffany and Sookie, but they call themselves all sisters. They don't, they don't say that Candy's the mother because they're all pretty much at the same level.
0: Well, it's kind of like mothers. I think there needs to be more of a de- delineation between what a mother is and a sister. Yeah. You know, mothers are kind of, they hand out a lot of advice. They give a lot of opportunities, uh, which I guess Azure could have done because she had been doing them for a long time in her teens and stuff. Yeah. Um, so who knows? That could have been their dynamic, but they seem very like sisterly to me. Yeah. Uh huh. But here she is, Candy Muse. She's been applying for four years. I've known Candy for a, a while on social media, and uh, she's very could uh, adjacent. You know, she's got the voice.
1: Yeah. And the personality.
0: Yeah. So I can see why they were holding off on Candy till now.
1: Yeah. But I'm glad she's on. She's a very fun character to watch. She's like you said. She's had a social media presence for a while. She has a song with Alaska.
0: Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been around. So she's been she's been like drag race adjacent for some time. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel that way with people like Vicky Vox, who's never been on the show. Right. But she still has the hype of being on the show. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Candy Candy. that's Candy Muse. Okay, who comes after Candy?
1: Joey J, filler queen.
0: Joey Gay, and she says, "Filler." I barely could hear what she says. She's she says, "Filler queen." I know, but she's like, "Filler queen." I was like, "What does she say?"
1: Well, she's she, it, I'm glad she said it because it's true. <laughs> like, she knows what she is, and I like that about her.
0: I I concur. I mean, I think she has a good idea of who she is, but I'm also like, "Do you want to be that person?" Yeah. Um. I mean, because well, she's wearing. First of all, she says she wears her own hair. And then she comes in in this wet-ass wig. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what? wasn't that your whole thing? Right. Um, and then she's wearing this uh, chicken lady, chicken feather. She's got chicken wings. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good for her. Good for her. Listen, um, she is someone who, like, I feel is not reinventing drag. Her personality isn't the most dynamic. Um, she 100% gives filler queen vibes. But like, what I do like about her is that she sees that in herself. Like she doesn't pretend she's anything else. And there's not a lot of people, like there's a lot of queens who are like that, who are like, you get, you-, you do the job. You're good, you're fine. But like, why do I care about you? And I think there's a lot of queens out there who don't recognize that in themselves.
0: So I'm happy that Joey J does. I guess so. She also says she likes to do bareback, so. Why not? There we go. <laughs> as long as you're on prep, everything's fine. She's a filler queen, honey. Get that bareback. All she right. also
1: said that she works full time for a software company and does drag once a week, yeah, which is again well
0: candy was like, so how many times do you perform which was <laughs> like once a week she's like oh that's it? like that that's not enough it's like how how many times a week does a person have to perform
1: you know listen like, once a week is more than a lot of people get that's i that's a full- time queen in my eyes Yeah. Because candy's from New York where there's opportunity to do drag all over the city seven nights a week like there's probably eight different places to perform seven nights a week over there i think joey's from where arizona or something yeah. she probably doesn't there's probably not a lot of places that are open queer spaces and that allow drag because even if there are queer spaces it doesn't mean they, they want drag performers performing there so like not everyone is from a place where you can perform seven nights a week i wonder if
0: she's performed for megan McCain's birthday party
1: oh god i hope not
0: <laughs> i'm kidding uh, oh fuck! There are a lot of sexy guys from Arizona. I'm telling you.
1: I don't but, know what's going on over there.
0: And when Arizona went blue for the election, I was like, Oh god, let me
1: fuck them all. Yeah, <laughs> time for you to move.
0: Mm, I'm telling you, Arizona's got it going on. I don't, maybe it's the cactus, the cactus water. I don't know. You'll be water. moving to Tucson any day now. Mm, give me, a, give me more than Tucson. Give me three song. <laughs> uh, I love Joey though because she looks like this little hot little boy and like but when she opens her mouth her purse falls out you know what i mean like
1: (laughs) yeah i'm obsessed with that i love it
0: i like that i like when like these little hot boys it's like when you're on grinder and you're looking at profiles and you're like oh he's a hot boy and then they start talking they're like oh hey girl and you're like oh my (laughs) yeah yeah good for her it's a fun gay surprise so here we go we get and then the uh the alarms go off somebody rang the alarm and uh covid alert i guess And Rupaul comes on the screen and it's the twist of the season. It's starting right here. What happens?
1: Yeah, there's only two girls in the workroom and we're already getting to it. And what is it that they're getting to? Well, they're all asked. I mean, they're all. They're both asked to go to the runway already, which is obviously a gag. It's obviously insane. They have no idea what's going on because normally all the girls walk in and then Rupaul comes in and tells them what's up. So for Rupaul to just show up on the screen and say, come meet me on the runway wild. And the fact that we jump right to RuPaul's entrance on the runway, and then meeting the judges in the first four minutes of the show, they've never seen it before. Yeah.
0: And then, so they walk, Ru- yes, yeah, so RuPaul comes out on that runway, we see the judges panel, and they've got plexiglass.
1: <laughs> That's right, all. it's like a shopper's. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: literally, there are like a uh, bank, uh, the bank of Rue, and they are <laughs> all evenly spaced. So I was, because, so, <clears throat> In filming this season, they all had to do a 2-week quarantine before they went into it. Right. Um, and apparently there was a 14th queen, I guess, uh, yes, who didn't pass their covid test, so they couldn't film. Uh, allegedly. I don't know if this is true or not. Oh, I've heard it wasn't because of a covid test. It could, well, let's let, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So th- they had to do the quarantine, okay? So mm-hmm. that's why I was wondering when the judges were all separated by plexiglass. I was like, well, they're all working together this whole season. Why would that it's, matter? But it's because they're bringing in guest
1: judges. They're bringing in guest judges, but also um, all the queens are staying in Like, they're quarantined in a hotel. So they're all fine to be next to each other because they're not going anywhere other than the hotel and and back to the studio. Whereas the crew and the judges go to their homes. So they go, they're like with their families. Oh, so they like
0: quarantining. So I thought they, I, I, are you sure on this though? Cause I feel pretty confident that the whole production team has to quarantine. I'm, including, in,
1: including the contestants. I'm not hundred percent on that, but I, I like, I know for a fact that the contestants were fully quarantined. Yes, I, I know don't know so. if, the, if the crew was because the crew was still in masks. They showed that later on. Right. Um, so I'm not sure. As far as
0: I know, in terms of filming, because I know Tyler Perry was one of the first people to start filming, and they literally mm-hmm. took up an entire city. <laughs> they quarantined mm-hmm. basically this whole town for the whole production crew and everything, and they all had to be mm-hmm. for two weeks. And then once that had passed, they all
1: continued filming together
0: like this little isolated
1: bubble. Mm-hmm. I've been on sets. Like, I've worked on sets since quarantine. Yeah. and And we still... Like they didn't quarantine us in a hotel. Like we, all, we had to quarantine at home, and they just had to trust that we were quarantining at home. And we all got tested, and um, but we still had to wear a mask on set as long as the cameras weren't rolling. Maybe like as soon was, as they well, maybe said maybe was,
0: that's why Tom Cruise was so pissed.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's one hundred percent why he was. Yeah,
0: I guess so. So maybe maybe they weren't quarantined. Okay, there we go. There we go. We just learned how they're filming in quarantine, people. <laughs> it's it's new though like this all it's a whole new process it's like it takes up a whole other month of time in filming basically yeah
1: right so yeah but the film industry has totally done it like they are the like they're they're they figured it out they're doing like young and the restless has been back in production daily putting out daily episodes for months now and one cast member has gotten covid and that's it out of like 40 cast members yeah so they're doing it
0: they're making it happen you're keeping mm-hmm. us entertained
1: mm-hmm. so
0: what was the twist the twist is that they have to do an interview with the judges <laughs> yeah funny. this is very pageant like i was like "Ooh, i don't know how I feel about this because it makes me nervous to like have to walk in and then have to explain your look to the judges um they've never done that before
1: they've never done it before and i was actually quite impressed with all the girls across the board and how comfortable they were on this stage and comfortable they were like making jokes and talking to the panel and i think the panel actually made them comfortable because they never say anything negative like i think we're used to like michelle giving a dig she didn't give one dig she only gave compliments which i think made everybody feel more comfortable
0: well i would hope so <laughs> if you're yeah I mean, first impressions i mean you want to give a decent i mean that's the thing with pageant things is they don't give a dig to you they listen to they ask you questions and they listen because they, yeah. they mark you separately on a piece of paper. They don't tell you up front.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it felt that, like with these guys, it felt like they weren't there to judge. They were there to get to know you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they were still judging. But yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. So, and then the other part of this is is that they're going to lip sync off the top too. So they're all lip syncing against each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is getting the pork chop.
1: That's right. So two by two, they lip sync against each other. Two and by two. two by two just like lovers have to do anyway and so um it's a gag because they were not expecting it and here's the thing is they were ready with those songs like those girls knew their songs which i don't know if i would be that prepared walking into the workroom the first day because you're not expecting to lip sync well, to one of your songs so this that day is
0: where i'm a little confused with the episode where in terms of what the girls actually knew was happening and what was happening yeah it almost felt like they knew this was going to be the setup this season i feel like in some ways or some of them were some of them don't win and they go in the back room somewhere uh, but it felt like they pred- knew that was going to happen and they knew they weren't done you know what i'm saying um and then also just all the songs they had to prepare like they would have to this they would have had to come in with 30 lip sync songs that they had to know like I'm not, yeah like if they had all the runway songs from this one Plus all the other runway songs, like they're going to have to have 30 lip sync songs that would have to know by the back of their hand.
1: I have a feeling it was predetermined, like the production predetermined who was going up against who and what song they were going to do. And I have a feeling they were told, learn this song for the first day because it's, it's, there's no other way to like, it would have been so unfair otherwise.
0: I guess so. But that queen that like didn't show up. I mean, there was a a group of three, you know, so who knows?
1: Yeah, so one of them may have gotten her song last minute, and they were like, okay, learn this right now. Right. And it was Uh, an easy one. It was Lady Marmalade, so, like, everybody knows that song. Well, I mean, good luck.
0: If you didn't know the little Kim lyrics, good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say off the top two, RuPaul is 60 years old this year, and she looks pretty fucking good. Damn right she does. I can't believe it. Like, that... uh, Whoever is doing this face and pulling that face back with the, all the construction tape you can imagine, she looks pretty damn good. That's Raven. I know it is.
1: Yeah, so why'd you say whoever?
0: You know who it is. I will, whoever is like, who, God, God is helping Raven, you know?
1: <laughs> well, Raven is like, she has tutorials on YouTube where she shows how, how she tapes her face up.
0: She's doing a great job. Yeah. And
1: RuPaul just looks incredible. Like, just by herself.
0: I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. And Michelle Passage has a little gray streak happening. She is owning some gray. It's Just beautiful organic. on her. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. It's very Jay Leno. I'm into it. Like the reverse Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a sex move. Do the reverse Jay Leno on me. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that either.
0: Okay, so what are
1: they thinking? Carly Ray? You know it. Carly Ray Jepsen, Call Me Baby, which I'm surprised they've never done the song before.
0: Well, this is VH1 now, baby. They have all the hits being popped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have full they have a full music catalog they can use.
1: That's what see I was like, are they all gonna do the same song? And then when they all do different ones, I was like, this is expensive. No,
0: but it's VH1. They own the music. Good. <laughs> so they are doing Carly Ray, and what did you think?
1: Um, I thought it was very boring across both. I thought Candy did some fun stuff. I was more on board with her than with Joey. Like Joey was basic, um, but did a fine job. And um, and Candy, I like that she started and ended by like playing her stereo. Like she used her prop. She played the stereo and then she turned it off at the end. And that was enough for me to, for her to win. Her denim boombox. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that Joey was just moulting feathers the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and Candy's outfit was shed. Like outfit, Candy's outfit was coming apart, and she had to hold it up.
0: Oh no, she, she, Oh no, what's it called when um fr- her, it was fraying? Yeah, that denim was fraying. Yikes! Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I okay. Well, I don't know if we should say this right now or keep doing the lip syncs, but um, I I didn't need all these lip syncs. <laughs> and I understand why they're doing it. Maybe I should save this thought for the end.
1: Uh huh.
0: Let's save this off for the end. So okay. Sure. So, who did you think won that one? Candy. Candy went. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't care. I would have said candy just because she was more like a personality, I guess. Yes. So sure. So yeah, that's how it is. RuPaul says, "Chante Candy," and then we hear a pork chop squealing noise, and Joey J goes to the back. <laughs> yeah. The pork chop. I'm surprised they're using that for the first time. It's clever. It's quite clever. I'm happy that they're giving pork chop her due. They are giving all the first outs their due. <laughs> this episode i almost
1: wish pork chop was there to welcome all the women into the back room <laughs> i know seriously i was like where
0: is pork chop did you actually kill her oh
1: <laughs> it sounds like they're like murdering pork chop
0: every time they're all gonna eat her oh no okay so that's that's it and then here we go well, here comes the second group so first in comes
1: denali denali a little cutie Yeah, well, she's born in Alaska. She's, like, raised in Alaska, but she does drag in Chicago. But I love that she's
0: from Alaska. That's so unexpected. Absolutely. That's where Sarah
1: Palin is from. We know. (laughs) 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 So Um, she walks in on ice skates and says, let me break the ice.
0: Yeah, she's icy. She is spicy. She says something else that rhymes with that.
1: Yeah, she's an ice skater. She's leaning into that um, image. She is giving me a, an Aurora Matrix vibe. That is a Toronto local queen. Oh, okay. A little Aurora, Aurora out of her. You know who I get out of drag? I get a little um, Latin Adam Rippon. Adam, yeah, maybe a little
0: Philip Jermak too. Oh, I see. <laughs> These are just names nobody knows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam Rippon is a famous ice skater. Well, He's been a guest judge. Philip
0: Jermak did a, a cooking show on the Food Network. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. On the anyway. Food Network? Yeah, but this, we're not listing as IMDb. So here comes Denali. Denali is giving us ice skater boots, and I can't believe she's just walking around that floor cutting it up.
1: <laughs> I can't believe they let her do that. I wonder I if those were like real blades. Well, they must have dulled them
0: down, but still, like, I mean, she's still walking on blades. Yeah. It's kind of incredible, though. I'm really into this. She's walking
1: as if she's walking in heels. Like, she's perfect on those blades. Oh, she
0: is comfortable, and she has done many a triple sow cow in that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but I'm on board. You've never done a triple sow cow? Nope. Have you? Yeah. Many times. Many times. (laughs) Triple sow cow? Why not a quadruple sow cow, I say? (laughs) Give me all the sow in that cow. Yes, please. (laughs) That's my favorite move. The sow cow! (laughs) What is
1: a sow cow? <laughs> oh my God. You're so entertained. Sow cow. What is it? It's when they do a spin
0: and they do a jump and they, it's like a back. I don't know. It's, it's a figure skating move, the sow cow. All right. Good for that. <laughs> like, you know sow is no, it's like a female cow. So it's like a sow cow.
1: <laughs> so it's a female cow. Wait, a female cow is a cow. I know, but I don't, I don't know why they call it the sow cow. All right, we're going to have to look this up later. If very, you know, uh, message us on our too. brand new Instagram, Squirrel Talk Podcast. Just <laughs> slide into our DMs and let us know what a sow cow is. Oh, girl, I need a sow cow right now. So who comes <laughs> in after the sow cow? Here comes La La Miss La La Ooh, what you say, what you say, La La is here to slay.
0: Lala La gives me Jennifer Coolidge vibes, and I love it. That's funny. Like she really?
1: She, I need a hot dog real bad. <laughs> <laughs> um She gives me a little bit of Dita Ritz vibes, just based Dita on the Ritz. Wig. The wig, Ritz. come no, on! No, how basic, dare you? A, come on! A basic look and an uh, like a fresh out of the bag wig that, that she didn't even uh, comb.
0: Uh, 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 I'm I'm not standing for this. No way. No way, Lala. I'm not standing for this for you. That wig is not thirsty. Dita, every single wig Dita had was thirsty. Yeah. Gita had my least favorite looks I've ever seen on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think Lala's wig was much better.
0: No, uh, 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 she had a good wig. That was a good wig. No. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. her a
1: lot. Yeah. She might be my favorite. I like her personality a lot. I wasn't a fan of the outfit, and I was not a fan of the hair. You
0: don't know, like the little mesh netting uh, mask? No. I mean, it's not very good for COVID, but
1: you know. <laughs> it's a nod to COVID, which I like. We love a nod to COVID. Uh,
0: Okay, so the two of them get the same treatment. Here goes the alarms. Get on the runway. Talk to us, Um, uh, and then we get into the lip sync. Is there anything that happened in that? And then
1: before the lip sync, um, nothing particularly spectacular. Like this is a moment where I thought that Michelle was going to read Lala for just wearing like a blazer, but instead she like let her think it was cute. So that's where I'm like, that's like they're really trying to make these girls comfortable and not judge them and make them like feel good about being there
0: well by the way this is a workroom entrance they all came in workroom entrances and yeah. classically on drag race the girls usually come in like uh day wear business wear i mean that's usually how they like to enter a lot of the queens
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: it's not how i would enter i mean i would come in in like a freaking pogo stick like denali did
1: um <laughs> yeah. but you know some of them want
0: to do a blazer with no pants sure
1: and they're not used to being judged on these looks. Like no one thought they were going to be judged on them. That's that's it. That's
0: it, right? It's just a, it's a work for forment entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what song are they doing?
1: When I grow up.
0: Oh my god, pussycat dolls. We're that's right. oh my god, we're twenty minutes in. We're already getting pussycat dolls too. I'm into it. Uh, didn't they do this song? They did the song already on Drag Race with Coco and. Um... You're right, Beverly. Coco and Jade. That. Yeah, that's weird. No, Coco and Beverly Hills. Monica Beverly Hills. Right. Okay. Because Coco is dressed as a creepy little child, I remember. Yes. Um, (laughs) All right, so how did you think this one went?
1: Um, I thought they actually both did a really great job. I felt bad for Denali being on her ice skates. I think she did a great job for someone who was on skates. um, But I do think it put her in her head. She's
0: slicing the entire stage up.
1: I'm I'm shocked they let her do that. (laughs)
0: Um, And I think it's it's really commendable that she did I thought she was going to take them off or something but I think it's commendable that she stayed in her skates the whole time
1: yeah and listen she she did a great job for someone who was on skates I think the fact that she wasn't prepared like she didn't think she was going to have to do that um, threw her off and she wasn't as clean as she could have been and that's why Lala ended up taking it from her because Lala did do a great job too
0: Well, I mean, Denali, we've seen already in the promo stuff is that she does these tricks. She's an acrobatic, She's an athlete. She does the sow cows. We already said that she does sow cows. Who
1: does a cartwheel on skates? On not ice. Like, good for her.
0: Right. And I'm sure she would have done more if she wasn't wearing those skates. Right. Um, So Lala benefited from that for sure. But I thought they were both good. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. Okay. So when they're doing these songs off the top and then maybe they didn't know they were going to happen the thing with lip syncs is if you can't put your time into like coming up with a concept for it and you're just asked to lip sync a song, I'm not really that entertained by it because I'm like, you're just doing the motions. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just a general note. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I like people that prepare a concept and an idea for the lip sync, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you don't have time to do that, then you're just, what are we doing here? We're just, we're just watching them diddle themselves on stage.
1: I mean, granted, this song is something really easy to come up with a concept from off the bat because we've all heard it before. So like you probably they have probably performed it before. I mean, it's basically drag improv, you
0: know, like, yeah, that's what's happening, basically. Yeah. Um How can you improvise a song? Or if you knew the song, do you know the dance moves, which is maybe the next group that's coming in? So who mm-hmm. won this one?
1: This Lala we won
0: it. Lala won. Did you agree? Yeah. Sure. Again, I didn't. <laughs> I would have been like,
1: it's a tie, another tie. I actually I, did. I was. I thought they were maybe going to tie them up, but they didn't. And I'm yeah. okay with that.
0: It didn't matter to me. So Denali goes backstage and she sees Joey Jay sitting there. And Joey is just like, hey, filler. And yeah. they are just surrounded by a... Uh, a
1: wall of first eliminated queens. They're in the purgatory of the first eliminated queens. It's a pork chop loading zone. <laughs> so sad.
0: <laughs> oh my god, but I, I, they're doing this because they want to give the first eliminated Queens more time on the show, you know, because it's become a problem with Drag Race. The girls who go home first have become mm-hmm. a little bit problematic in filming, I've heard, um, because it's, it, it's, it, it, it's traumatic for them and they throw some tantrums sometimes. Right. Um, so I think this is their way with dealing with that in some way.
1: I mean, it's hard when you prepare and put so much money and have wanted this for so long and then day one you're sent home, like, that's, like, it's crushing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if that was either of us, we would be crushed, you know? Um, so I get it. But, you know, it's, in terms of TV, of us watching it, it seems like it's really being drawn out now, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's even people that don't do drag on that wall, <laughs> like Manoli or Crawford.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about her.
0: I've just rewatched all the old seasons, so I'm, I'm on season seven.
1: Ah, your favorite season.
0: They're very fresh in my mind. Yeah, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's underrated. It's underrated season. And I, here's what I would say Season seven was the first season where they switched things up for the first time. Yeah. Um, after seasons, up to season six, season six was very successful. They really had a format, a formula happening, and then they switched this stuff up with season seven, which they needed to do. Um, but mm-hmm. people didn't like that. And right. I feel like that's the same thing with this season season 13. I feel like we're getting another reset here with this season.
1: I think people are going to end up liking this season. There's some great characters here.
0: Yeah, but people are already saying online they're not liking this twist and all, people aren't liking this episode as much.
1: But here's the thing is that this is just a one episode. This is one episode. It's not a whole season. So we'll see
0: we'll see how it goes, but I'm just saying it's got that same reset vibe that season 7 had, I feel. Right. Right. Uh, So, who comes in after this? Our sponsor. Oh, yes, we have sponsors (laughs) now. Should we take a a little break for our sponsor, then, Selena Vile? Absolutely. All right, we will be back after this short break from our sponsors. already we are back from that break. Wasn't that different? Talk about a reset. We are resetted here on Squirrel
1: Talk. We are official now on the Sonar Network and we have actual sponsored ads. <laughs> we do. So official. Good for uh, us.
0: Good for us. Good for hand jobs for everybody. So, <laughs> where are we? Who's coming in next? We just had two groups of two. Who's in?
1: All the way from LA. It's Simone. Don't let the smooth taste fool you, baby. Simone. I like this girl a lot.
0: She's got a lot of like, I don't know. She's just really like engaging to me.
1: Yeah. she's my favorite already. Like from this walk room, from this workroom entrance. I'm totally, I love this look. It's just, it feels so like she to me also has like a bad wig on, but. I, this is not a bad. These are flat wigs. Okay, yes,
0: flat wigs. But these mm-hmm. are not. Bad. It's just you know what it's
1: giving me. It's giving me Canada's Drag Race vibes. Like everyone yeah. is coming
0: in in flat wigs. I agree. I need big wigs, but you know, I don't mind. A, I don't mind a flat wig here and there,
1: just not all the time. Okay. I like it on Simone because she's giving me '90s supermodel vibe. Like it. She's giving me like 1992 walking a runway 100. in a mini dress made out of mini Polaroids of her own face. I'm I will obsessed. say
0: it is giving me a little bit of like a dentist's office, like the kids with no cavities wall.
1: Yes! The Cavity Club. <laughs> the No Cavity Club. It's giving me a little bit
0: of that, but otherwise I, I, I like the concept of it, yeah. yeah. And listen, yeah. these legs are shined up. She has oiled her entire body.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oof,
0: glistening, baby.
1: Yeah, look she's cool incredible looks-wise, personality-wise, talent-wise I'm here for her. Her promo was one of my favorites. I love that promo look. hmm.
0: Gigi Good made her hair. Gigi and her are besties. Yeah. So uh, it's the model. It's the model family. Who's after Simone? Tamisha. Tamisha Adisha Iman,
1: mother of Lala Ri.
0: And they haven't met each other yet in the book. Mm-hmm. So Tamisha is a old, the oldest contestant in the season. And the most. Yeah, she's been doing drag for thirty years. That's a crazy amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. That's as old as I am. Um, that's, uh, uh, what was I gonna say about Tamisha? She's very seasoned, you know? She's that pageant, she's done everything, you know? She's done Yeah. Everything. And I like that about her, but I also, you can also read in her workroom entries like, oh, this girl is very seasoned. Like, can she come up with new things, you know?
1: Yeah, now I wasn't really impressed with her Meet the Queens, but I'm obsessed with her confessionals. I think she's so funny.
0: I like her, I like her a lot, I agree. Um, she gives me a little bit of Priyanka in her confessionals.
1: <laughs> okay, she gives me a little Jasmine
0: Masters. Oh, both are great. Um, yeah, I don't love this look. For me, I'm like,
1: I'm concerned about her neck. It seems like she doesn't have a neck. Uh, and I think that's the Jasmine Masters thing. It's like the head pushed forward, but it's pushed. It's a little, it's a little low, so it like hides her neck.
0: Yeah, I have. I need more neck from her. Like I have no ne- her, I think it's her breastplate. It's like. Mm-hmm bringing her neck down and then she's got these shoulders that are lo- raising her shoulders up so she literally just looks like there's just like a head on yeah or so i agree um so and maybe she has, maybe she just has a short neck you know what power two. if you got a short neck gal you go for it but she should know as a drag queen you got to accentuate your negatives you know yeah so if you got a short neck honey maybe she's got a really long neck she doesn't know that negative space between your head and your
1: shoulders. Accentuate it.
0: Honestly, necks are so important. Can I just say this? <laughs> I just said it. It had to be said. Necks are so important.
1: Necks are <laughs> Listen, Janice Dickinson would tell you that. If this was America's next top model, she would oh, try and get you to show your neck off.
0: I need Janice Dickinson as a runway coach for this stat. Has she been a guest judge? No. I no, 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 I don't think she has. I thought she had oh, I, know, I, I, I want to say she has i don't think she has she should i mean she's such a yeah she's got a real bad name in the business nowadays but she's a she diva is. she's a she's a full diva she's the real deal all right now so,
1: go ahead well they get to the runway and we learned that tamisha was supposed to be on last season yeah. and Right after she got the call from the show, she got the call from her doctor saying she had cancer and she had to drop out of the show to go do chemo and, and radiation therapy. She had Wait, is cancer. it chemo? What is it?
0: She had colon cancer. So yeah, she had chemo and yeah, the therapy, um, yeah. which is a, a crazy, oh God, can you imagine getting that call? Of like you're on drag race. Oh, but sorry, you also have cancer. Like that's just, what a crazy.
1: It's It's horrible. It's horrific. It's insane. What's way more insane to me, though, is that a year later, she's back on, she's standing on the stage, which is, like, I know people who have had cancer, thankfully, I haven't myself, but, like, it's a long road to recovery, and...
0: It depends on the type of cancer you have and what stage it is, too, though, so, I mean, some people get diagnosed early, I mean, it's good that they caught, colon cancer is one of those, I'm sure she'll talk about it on the show, it's one of those cancers that are hard to catch,
1: um, yeah. Well, she he, said she was stage was like,
0: three. She was. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, there you go. So she is very blessed. Yeah. And I'm happy that she's here for this. Um, that means that somebody was an alternate on season 12.
1: I know. That was my immediate thought. I was like, I, which
0: one's the alternate? I almost think it might have been Jada. Could have been. I. You know, it might have been Jada Essence Hall as an alternate. Who knows? She. I mean, she's very pageant adjacent, like Tamisha. To, uh, to yeah. Who knows? But here she is, Tamisha and uh, and Simone, and they are lip syncing Janet Jackson.
1: Yeah, the pleasure principle.
0: Right, and you know that Tamisha, as she's got this on Just Dance, she's got the moves every single Uh
1: huh. She's got the choreo down, and she immediately dropped into it. I was like, "You go off. You do what you got to do." She is popping and locking and bopping. Uh huh. <laughs> no neck. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, she gave me everything in the body, but nothing in the face. And then Simone was the complete opposite. She didn't do one dance move, but she... I'm, I've had to watch that lip sync over and over because I'm obsessed with it. Like, her performance, it felt like I was in a crowded bar in LA, and she's coming down the stairs with a spotlight on her. And everyone is living for her, just watching her face move. Because all she needs to do is use her eyes, use her mouth, use a finger here and there, and, like, I'm so...
0: Where is she putting that mouth, and where is that finger going? In her mouth. Oh, my. Uh, (laughs) This was the most entertaining lip sync for me so far, I think. Yeah. And I thought Tamisha had started off the strongest. Yes. But I think she died out near the end, and then Simone kind of picked up the energy.
1: I think Simone had it from the beginning. Yeah, I mean... Yeah.
0: Uh, this is one of those songs where Tamisha clearly knew the song really well and I think Simone probably did too so um uh, yeah I thought Simone should have won this one yeah
1: Simone did what we're gonna see Gottmik not do which is we're gonna talk about Gottmik in just a second but like Simone is like a master classic I want everyone to watch that lip sync and like just see what made it so great because she didn't try to dance like she didn't all right. And I it was a think, dance I didn't song. I do not think it was that good. I don't think it was that good. It was. It was the All fact right. that the camera did so many close-ups on her face, which they never do. That well, like she that. She a that beautiful face. Up. But it, it's there's there's so many nuances to like how she sold that song. Right. Well, she's part of the Gigi Good family of
0: drag excellence, I suppose. Sure. Uh, I bet you. Maybe, maybe uh, Gigi's mom
1: made that for her. Maybe she took the pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now um, uh, Simone wins, obviously, and then Tamisha has to go backstage and to the pork job loading lounge, and she meets the other girls, who have a theory that they're not done yet. And Tamisha, and this is why I love her confessionals, just keeps saying, "The lady said go home." <laughs> I listen. I, to what the people tell me. <laughs> I love it. She called RuPaul the lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
0: she she takes this as what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pig slaughter sound effects. Uh, at this point in the show, I'm like, OK, enough, enough. <laughs> yeah, we've already had three. I was like, no more. I know there's going to be more, but no more, please. Yeah. Squeal. OK, who's after this group? Here comes. Got Mick. Got Mick, our first trans contestant. Well, no, no, that's not true. Our first uh, true. Tr- trans male contestant on the show.
1: Yes. And, um, and comes in saying, "Time to crash the system." Love it. Yeah. And
0: they are looking like uh, like a WCW Sting wrestler fall into a hot dog stand, and I'm here for it.
1: I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs>
0: WCW Sting. No, I don't know. Well, this is their face makeup they used to wrestle in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, Gottmill looks gorgeous. You know is what? is a, it's a sl- little gold dust as well. You know, gold dust. You must know gold dust. No, you don't know gold dust. This What's is Goldust? like my drag icon. <laughs> the drag, he's like a wrestler, Dustin Rhodes. He was a wrestler, but he did like full drag. Not familiar, gold dust. I don't know what you're, doing. <laughs> you're gonna You're going to YouTube this, okay? This is your homework, Selena, as your mother. Every, everybody at home. I'm going to force feed you gold dust. <laughs> All right, great. I like this, though. But you know I love that kind of style, that wrestling style of makeup. Not that she's trying to do that.
1: <laughs> Listen, go to Squirrel Talk Podcast on Instagram, and you will see gold dust.
0: <laughs> uh, they are a makeup artist.
1: Uh, they are a very well-known makeup artist. They've done a lot of celebrities models like not just celebrities but like fashion models yeah so they know what they're doing
0: and uh i don't know how what their performance background is but they know drag really well
1: and Mm -hmm. uh, let's
0: just break down what trans male means so trans means they were they were born a woman uh transitioned Mm -hmm. to a man and now perform as a woman
1: yeah. Which I think a lot of people are like, why? I don't understand. It's not for you to understand. Just get over it and watch I and like, enjoy it.
0: I like the, that they broke that down for the audience, though. You know, a lot of people don't understand what transitioning means. or Yeah. A lot of people don't understand trans men, because we understand trans women a bit better because of shows on TV. But there's not a lot of exposure for trans men.
1: Yeah. So and I think we also understand... Like, I think it's it's easy to understand why a drag queen would transition to a woman and still perform as a drag queen. Whereas people assume that if you're transitioning to a man, you want to perform as a man. But but Gottmik is still performing as a woman. So I think people are confused by that. But people are going to get a big education and see that like drag is for everybody and there's not just one gender for anybody and, and you can do whatever you want.
0: Gender expression is like um, infinite, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, it's the same thing with sexuality where people transition and they're like, like with uh, Caitlyn Jenner, like they still like women, but they're like, oh, but don't you like men now? Like that whole conversation of like, what, what are you, what you're expected to like, what you're supposed to do when you do, when you transition, right? Yeah. And that's all thrown out the window because that, that's not the truth of people's truths.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: So Make comes in and then who's after Gottmik? Make? Utica. Utica.
1: She is from Utica. Mm-hmm. She is kooky, as she keeps describing herself. She, okay, so
0: I really like this queen. I really like them. They give me Thor, just Thor vibes all day.
1: I love yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but for some reason, Utica gives me a lot of anxiety. Because she's always on and she's always at 100%. And Yeah, um, but even
0: just watching her, I feel anxious. I was like, if I was there with her, I would be yeah. so anxious because that you know when you're in the room with somebody who's like that, they just I find it so stressful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. and I do get that vibe from Utica for sure. I think Utica looks fantastic every time. I think oh, I get it. It has one of the most brilliant minds for the way that they structure an outfit. Oh, and, and a look.
0: It takes a lot of skill to mix up all these prints and everything and make them work together. That yeah. is not something simple, okay? Like, mixing prints is, like, a real – you have to have a real talent and eye for that. She has that. Mm-hmm. So I am here for her. I like her personality. I like when they get to the runway um, that they have this moment. of like, Michelle's like, why do you have a strawberry? <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I, would, I used to be allergic to them, so I wanted to, you know, overcome. I wanted to overcome it.
1: So I'm pushing through it. <laughs> I'm
0: pushing through my allergies. <laughs> It just made no sense. So are you still allergic to strawberries or are you forcing yourself to have strawberries? Oh, my God. And I
1: love that. I hope somebody gives you a strawberry.
0: I want to find out. (laughs) (laughs) what a stupid thing. She, like, blows up. (laughs) God bless her. I like that mentality, though, of, like, do what scares you. You know what? Wear that fucking strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. As
1: long as you have your effie pen, you're fine.
0: That's right. Get those effie pens out, girls.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Are we, we're going into lipstick. What are they doing? They're doing "Rumors" by Lindsay Lohan, which is the greatest song of all time. Oh, I didn't even catch that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. I don't. I don't even know the song.
1: Um, you don't. Oh my God! It was huge in 2003. I know.
0: I think I missed Lindsay Lohan. Period. Um, I would try to let her be. She seems stressed. I wanted to
1: let her be. <laughs> um, well, listen, she's tired of rumors starting. She's sick of being followed. She's tired of people saying what they want about her.
0: Man, Lindsay, the original social media goddess. So what did we think of this?
1: Not much. So neither of them are strong performers, it seems. Um, what I was saying about Simone not needing to dance and still selling the song I feel like Gotmik should have done because Gotmik is wonderful to look at and obviously is a great lip syncer like the way she moved her mouth was like beautiful and I was I was with her but or them I don't know how they identify um pronoun wise but um I think if they're dan- drag it's okay to say she you know sure yeah um but dance like they tried to dance they jumped into the splits and like they're not clean like if you're not great like if you can do the splits that's fine for like a regular show but like if it's not your thing like if you're not great at the splits don't do them and it wasn't necessary and like Utica could have sold it without dancing and I think um I think you'd I, sorry I think Gottmik I think Utica did a better job of sitting in their weirdo-ness and not trying to dance, but just showing who they are as a weird.
0: I mean, she calls herself the inflatable tube man. I mean, that's what she gives us. Yes, <laughs> it's just like just this impression of her, like I am so quirky. Woohoo! Quirky, quirky, quirky.
1: <laughs> I was actually upset to see these two lip against each other because they they were two of my favorites going into the show.
0: They're two of the most original, I would say. Um, yeah, but I do feel like I, you know, I love you know I love quirky. I love my quirky girls. I, there is a level of like crossing the line of too quirky though, where you're like, okay, girl, <laughs> uh, I fear for Utica. I hope she doesn't go there. She got, she was, you know, she's doing good, but I hope she doesn't get too, too quirky that I'm like, girl, I can't keep up.
1: I think she's incapable of not being quirky. I think it's just who she is. Um, and she actually gives me in her lip sync um, Evie oddly vibes.
0: Well, she gives me Evie oddly completely. House down books the whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, the, you know, if you're comparing people, she's an Evie oddly meets storage Thor kind of gal, right? Yeah. So uh, who stays?
1: Uh, got Mick, Shantae, and
0: <clears throat> Utica.
1: I'm, I'm not. I don't think. I, don't, I didn't want Got Mick to win that one. I didn't think they deserved it. Um, but I do love that we got the moment of Utica walking to the back of the stage, and their exit line was, "I'll get you for this, RuPaul."
0: <laughs> yeah, and this is the point when I'm watching this tour, I'm like, okay, these girls know something else is going on. Because there's no way that Utica was just like, I'm off the show now. That's fine.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think she just had a good attitude about it. Like, a lot of them seem to have a good attitude about it until the next person we're about to
0: meet. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going. Here comes the next person. Straight from New York, New
1: York. Straight from the house of child. Or, sorry, the Stephanie's child. It's Rosé. Rosé. Rose,
0: yay! And Rose comes in with a little black on her tooth to the uh, excitement of no one, because no one can enjoy it.
1: That's right, no one's there.
0: Um, And then, yeah, she's got a little wine glass, a little Rose glass. And uh,
1: she's given us pink. And I think that's what we're going (laughs) to get. Yeah. So of pink. I mean, her name is Rose, so she does lean into that a lot. And It it makes sense for an entrance look, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like in Stephanie's Child, they're all assigned to colors. Like she always wears pink, Jan always wears purple, Laguna Blue always wears blue, obviously. Yeah. Um so it's part of her brand, sure. I'm surprised Jan
0: never went with Jan Purple or something like that, you know? Jan purple. Or,
1: or Jan, uh, Jan <laughs> blurple or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, violet. Um so or Mauve. she calls herself mauve. Jan, um, Jans Mauve. Jans Mauve. So Rose calls herself a Comedy queen, which I think she mistakes like having a sense of humor for being a comedy queen. <laughs> uh oh, Selena and Rose have some history. I mean, we did chat on Scruff like four years ago, but was it fun? Um, nope. Well, they—that's what—that's it. Reviews are in um <laughs> to me neither was i though but listen <laughs> she says that she is a cross between robin williams and jim carrey do you get that vibe from her at all <laughs> i mean those are like the highest state comedians there are <laughs> they're rubber-faced they're like versatile like i don't know yeah I, did she say that she said that robin i wrote it down. williams
0: and jim carrey no i don't get that i don't get that um but again i don't know her that well so who knows uh we've only seen a hot, a hot second.
1: Like, I've seen her performances. I've seen her online a lot. She's funny. Like, she has a sense of humor. She makes jokes, and they're funny. She's a, pretty, um, a very well-known queen
0: because she was on America's Got Talent with Jan. Um, yeah. She, you know, she's had exposure, so she was, she's been expected to be on the show. She has a lot of talent. She's very, oh, very talented. She is a cute boy. Let me tell you, those are
1: the most beautiful boy lashes I've ever seen. And those are some of the biggest boy brows I've ever seen. Like, I was watching her in drag, and I was like, how did you not shave those off? Because I don't see them. You know what? One thing with it,
0: she's got a, very, she's got a good hairline, okay? She's got thick hair. She's not going to lose that hair ever. But yeah, she's got it's Teresa Judai's hair. Yeah, it's real low. And then when you put wigs on top of it, because the wig lowers your your hairline even more, she's yeah. got, like, no forehead at all in drag. Right. And right. I feel bad for the girls that have that thick hair. For me, it's like me and RuPaul. We just pull the wigs back as far as we want. It yeah. can sit on the back of her head for a week care. We've got all the, the head headspace we want you'd ever want asked for. Yeah. But she's got a it's got she's got a tight, tight canvas. Which I'm sure yeah. you knew
1: from watching her on scruff. Damn right. <laughs> Who's after Rose? Olivia Lux. Lux be a lady tonight. Olivia Lux, who is also from New York, but very new. She's a baby queen. She's been doing it for about a year and a bit. And she is just,
0: um, we've, so far we've just been
1: hearing that she's the, the light of people's lives. The positivity. She's just, mm. she, can just, she radiates it. She's so, she, like, she has the most beautiful smile. She's, she just seems like such a wonderful person.
0: She seems like she's walking into the season as like, I miss congeniality and I'm walking out that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: she, that's all she's asking for out of this um, I like her a lot and I like this look on her I like this two-tone I love this rushi dress I really do love this it's like an it is old beautiful. school style that's fresh it's fresh for the times we're in um, her wig is eh, it's okay but like this dress I love
1: it's not a flat wig and I'm happy about that she did say her dress was um, inspired by a theater curtain which I totally get it's, it's a theater curtain mm-hmm
0: mm-hmm and uh, they both know each other. So this is the first time I think the queens know each other.
1: Going, I in. think Rosé is gagged to see her because she knows that Lux is, or Olivia is such a baby queen. Because she w- entered a competition, and I think won, that Rosé hosted.
0: That's right. Yeah. So here she is. So we're <laughs> on the runway. Anything happened with the judges in their little pageant interview? They bring up Jan um, to Rosé. Oh, yeah. Are you going to do better than Jan? And...
1: I mean, most people do.
0: And emphatic,
1: yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Olivia says she likes to play piano at her shows. I like how she says it though. She's like,
0: she's like this little shy child, like the way she talks. Yeah. This might bother me too. The people that like talk with a baby voice, which is kind of what she does a little bit. And it's cute. I do like her, but you know what I'm saying? Like if she does that too much.
1: Oh, I'm not going to be mad at it coming from her.
0: Well, she's like, well, I like to play a piano. Oh, come on. <laughs> My like, bitch, grow up. Life is hard.
1: Be nice to her.
0: <laughs> um, can you imagine if Licks and Lux lip synced against each other?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Licks versus Lux. Lix
0: versus Lux.
1: To the death. Speaking of Licks versus Lux, they lip sync to X and O's.
0: Oh, so you know what, out of all the lipsticks we saw, this is probably my favorite. But I might just because I really like the song. I would I would do the song. That's um, funny. But I did I actually like this one the most. Uh
1: I, I liked Simone's the most, but they did they both did a really good job. Um, I think Rose won it personally, I would have given it to Rose.
0: I thought she did really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, I think I mean, so I, did Rose. I, I,
0: I thought I thought uh, Olivia uh, did good too, and she had a little reveal even. She even pulled her skirt down. Um, Who would
1: think to do that for their entrance look? Good for her. Well, they probably
0: felt they had a photo shoot they had to do. I mean, that's what usually happens. Right. <laughs> uh, which, frankly, I miss. I would have liked to have seen that. I do enjoy those. Um, so, but, but yeah, Rosé, I thought, yeah.
1: Rosé, as Rosé said herself, I'm an incredible lip Um I think she really is though. And Olivia did a great job and she had some moments that I really loved. However, there were also some moments where like she looked down at the floor. She just wasn't completely engaged in the face. Um, And that to me lost it for her. I really thought Rosé had it. And so did Rosé. When she found out that she lost that lip sync, she was not happy. Can you imagine if that was actually how Rosé went
0: home? (laughs) She's standing in the back. She's like, I guess this is it.
1: <laughs> she's like, I don't know what's going
0: on. Yeah. Well, she would never, she knows she's a fart runner and she, can you imagine it being that position?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Crushing, just crushing
1: defeat. I loved it. I actually, it, it kind of knocks her down a peg because I'm getting an attitude from her and I'm, I was happy about it.
0: It's that New York attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what? Uh-huh. It's a little humbling. And maybe that's what's going to happen this season with these girls that have been eliminated. It's just going to be a little humble pie
1: yeah i hope so
0: yeah and maybe one of them might come back to win the whole season who's who's to say so who's after this group the last group
1: the last group coming in are. first is tina
0: burner tita bircher so tina is a campy comedy gal she is the sherry pie that we <laughs> needed <laughs> yeah. the original season uh, we didn't need Sherry Pot. We needed a burner. Um, She's giving me the fashions of happiness that I love.
1: So she's dressed up as a fireman, right? Yeah. What I don't, what, I, what turns me off about her is the color scheme. Like she goes by off the, off the name Burner. So there's always an orange theme with what she wears. I just like, I don't love it on her, and it's, if it's all the time, I don't like it. Oh, absolutely! If I get this all the time, I'm
0: I'm over it. But that yeah. said, I mean, it's a little Ronald McDonaldy for sure. It's a little Happy
1: Meal. It's uh, very Ronald McDonald.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm into this. Um, I like this as an entrance look. You know, it's an entrance look. I like this. It tells me who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a
1: happy. She's got a big wig. She's got you know a big silhouette. I like it. Mm-hmm. Then- I surprisingly like her better in her confessionals like out of drag than I do in drag. I think she's much funnier out of drag for some reason. Well, we've barely seen her in drag. So who's to say? I am.
0: (laughs) She is a New York legend. She's applied for the show, as I say, like for years and years and years. They never thought she would get on. And here she is. Yeah. uh, I think she's ready. You know, She's ready for it. She is. She's doing it. Who's after uh, Tita? Uh,
1: Kamara, Kamara Hall. Kamora Hall of the Jada Essence Halls. She's her sister. Uh huh. Uh-huh. She's wearing a Mackie, a Bob Mackie dress. She
0: bought from an auction. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Good for her. And she's giving me big pageant hair. She looks great. She's just that like classic drag beauty, you know?
1: Yeah, she's very stunning. I love
0: her. Yeah. But she wants, she's quick to correct you on her name. It's Kamora. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not Kimura. Which, like, what's up, the man. big
0: deal? <laughs> well, um, well, we're, we're, here comes Elliot with two T's. She'll correct <laughs> you too. That's right. <laughs> like spell my name right, which I get. Listen, don't call me Vicky with a Y. It's Vicky with an I. Like, it's, drag names are important, people. That's right. Um, so here comes Elliot <laughs> with a, two T's.
1: Yeah. Uh... wearing a like a a jacket and pants (laughs) and um so the vibe i got from her from her meet the queens if i'm getting her from here is like she just finished work at the mall and showed up and was like what's going on
0: yeah from 1984 wonder
1: woman yeah yeah
0: Um, she's a a southern gal she gives me like a housewife
1: vibe for sure she's Um, giving me a lane lancaster
0: Of the house of uh, Game of Thrones, Lancasters.
1: No, Elaine Lancaster, the MAGA drag queen who was on Real Housewives of Miami. Oh, oh, she was a MAGA, huh? Her whole Instagram branding is MAGA Trump supporter. Oh, that's so. That's so sad.
0: Yeah. She's giving you that. I don't think she's mega, though. I don't think Elliot with two Ts. I don't want to say this every time. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying
1: that she is. I'm saying she reminds me of Elliot Lancaster in terms of aesthetic. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's just that conservative Republican. I mean, she looks like she just got... (laughs) I mean, I'm sure she was just... um, uh, uh, Who knows? Okay, so here's Elliot. Uh, I don't like this look. Mm -hmm. It's pretty basic for me. And the wig Mm -hmm. is real basic. But I like her personality.
1: Yeah, so I mean, fun. what I'm getting from her personality is, like, I'm like, are you happy to be there? Like, what, do you, what gets you happy? Like, what makes you excited in life? Because you, she just seems like she's coasting. Like, she's just, like, kind of like, all right, well, I'm here. Like, let's see what happens. You know I, what I, mean?
0: I feel like her and Joey J are very similar, and they both are the equal filler queens. They agreed, have to, agreed. And Agree. both have to figure that shit out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, They're both like, I know you do a good job but like why would I care about you
0: yeah I need something else
1: um, yeah okay so here we
0: go so we're, we're on the runway we're talking what's happening with the talking and- mm, you
1: know they're getting to know each other they're having a kiki <laughs> I don't know I don't really remember what they all said
0: I know I tricked her at this point I didn't care <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I was like there's three of them
0: <laughs> I got not focus like, on three I know I literally was like what is there gonna be four next how many girls are left is this it <laughs> Um, they're multiplying oh it's like gremlins so it's multiplicity yeah oh that's that movie i need to rewatch with michael keaton yeah i need to i need to binge some michael keaton movies <laughs> dad so here we go what song are they doing moulin rouge lady marmalade that's right a classic uh, we love yeah classic it's a classic and there's three of them to do four parts perfect <laughs> and what'd you yeah. think
1: you know, I thought they were all fine. Um uh I thought Elliot, I was like, Why are you there? Like you're not even trying, it felt it felt like. Um Kimora I thought did a great job. She was in a Mackie dress with big hair and she had to move around the stage and I thought yeah, she did a nice job.
0: I thought she did a good job considering what she was
1: wearing and what the song was. Yeah. 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 And then I do think Tina won it. I think Tina put the most personality into it, gave us the most moments to oh my watch. Oh God, she gave us every sexual innuendo that we could handle and the ones we couldn't handle. She like... <laughs> it is very oh, New York drag to touch oh your Oh my person. God,
0: it is like watching her. I'm just like, I've never been to New York City to see New York drag, but I'm like, I already know what it is based
1: on... Twitter. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> that is bad. it 100%. Yeah, which is us too. We
1: do that stuff too. But like, you know, sometimes it's good to pull back a little. <laughs> you know, I did it once at a show, and someone said to me after, like, "Oh, you did that thing where you like, where you like lick your finger and then and then pretend to masturbate." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, that is a thing, isn't it?" And then I never did it again.
0: Yeah, a lot of people like to do that, and for me, I don't think I've ever done that.
1: No, yeah. I usually
0: just shove people's faces into my butts, which I'm gonna have to change after COVID.
1: So I don't know. Yeah, we've been getting complaints.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, those people don't know talent when they when they smell it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you should be so lucky to get in this ass. Do you know how much this cost people usually?
1: <laughs> Most it. people pay eight dollars to get into this ass. Come on.
0: <laughs> eight dollars a goddamn minute.
1: <laughs> all right. So that's it. That's them. Who stays? Tita Burner. Correct. And the other two are sent to the pork chop lounge. Back to the pork chop.
0: Or squeal sounds. And,
1: um,
0: so all the gals are sitting in the back at the pork chop loading dock. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're just like,
1: they're, they're, everybody's very confused, I guess. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I would be too. And <laughs> Rosé is clearly pressed. Um, who's, they're, all, I, they're on? also all
0: talking about who they lip synced against and like, who's there. And so they haven't even all met each other yet. Right. So They're finding out who's in the competition. So this is where I, I like this format in some ways, but I would have liked if they all had a regular entrance and they all met each other first. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I and feel then, that.
0: And then, and then perhaps they do this lip sync off stuff. I would get that. But I really, that's one of my favorite parts of that season is watching them enter and seeing them get to see each other for the first time.
1: Um, I'm okay with switching it up one time. I'm okay with this. But I'm, yeah, but do you want this every time? No, but I'm happy that it happened once. Okay. But, yeah, so it's important important to me. I like like my reading challenges, and I like my girls to enter. The big question I have is where were all the winners? Because they're all in the workroom now, now that the last person is lip sync, but they couldn't have been there before. So where had they been kept? Uh, The fridge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hard ice, people, hard
1: ice. (laughs) Tell me why I wrote down the word grease. Grease?
0: Yeah, why did I write down grease? Did you... uh, (laughs) rub your face and find some... Was cool. there a reference to Greece? Greece.
1: Oh, no. What have I done?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, some of them were a little greasy, but... Yay. Um, yeah, so all the girls, go, the winners are all sitting around on the couches and uh, wintering.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about who's gone home. Um <laughs> I like that we that we find out that Tina maybe doesn't like Rosé that there's maybe a small rivalry there. Love that. You know I love a rivalry. Mhm. And uh, I'm interested to find out more about it, to find out like what her issue is with her.
0: Yeah, I like the stuff where it's like the hometown stuff, you know. We got a lot of that with Toronto uh, in Canada's drag race. So I, I want to see some of the New York stuff.
1: Mhm. Cuz I'll tell you, I'm a follower of, of drag of uh, of Rosé's mother, Keisha Carr. Yeah. And Keisha loves and supports rosé but then is also a big supporter and works a lot with tina so i wonder what's happening with tina and rosé and like how it, the dynamic works in the community oh am i going Ooh.
0: on the tv screen who knows i hope
1: so i hope so too
0: so <laughs> uh so we get a little uh, uh, uh with a speaker speaker call from
1: Rupal. Oh, so that's why I wrote down G's. Oh,
0: yeah, that's why. Okay. That was because, because. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Yeah, yeah. With, with the, Michelle with the on the xylophone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they did that. So, RuPaul tells them all that they are all going home. And then Michelle reminds her. I love this. RuPaul um, so
0: indifferent. Like, goodbye. Don't care.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it seemed very
1: genuine. <laughs> and then, and Michelle's like, "No, Rui, you just eliminated half the cast. It's scripted. This is a scripted moment." Yeah, it's great though.
0: They do yeah, listen. They great. do those scripted moments very good. They do them very good.
1: It's like it's like they're on their VH1 sketch show again.
0: Yeah, they've got that. They've got that rhythm. Um, so, and then so, so she says, oh, "So no, you're not all going home, but you're going to have to vote one of you off, perhaps." And they don't even know each other. I don't know if this is what's ha- Are they? That's why Denali was like, is this all-star stuff? What's happening here? They're going to have to vote off one of the, 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 the girls in the back?
1: Yeah, that's what Rue says. She's like, one of you, you're going to have to vote on one person to leave.
0: Yes, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with that. And they don't know <laughs> each other. And uh, I, it, who knows how episode, it could just be a, a teaser for episode two and have nothing to do with it. But I, right. I, I hope it's not just, I vote somebody off and they're gone. That would be really sad. That would defeat the whole purpose of this first, <laughs> of giving the
1: first girl a chance to show herself. There was a reality. Oh my God, I think it was Project Runway where they eliminated somebody before oh, they God. even got to the workroom. All the time on Project Runway. Are you kidding? my God. So a uh, top oh. model, actually. But Can you imagine?
0: The difference is with those shows, they didn't have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. to mortgage their house to get on the show.
1: Yeah, true story.
0: So that's like, don't do this to this. Don't do this to these
1: kids, okay? Don't do it to them. <laughs> um, then we get Untucked. Did you watch Untucked? No. Was there an Untucked? There's an Untucked where they show more of um, the losers and the winners just keyking. Not a lot, like, really happens, but they do talk about how COVID has affected all their lives and, like, their shows and their livelihoods. Oh, shit. I forgot there was an Untucked. I didn't watch that yet. Yeah. What, what do they say about the COVID? Well, they talk about how, like, they miss... Like it's been like they they filmed probably about like five months into COVID and they were talking about like how long it's been since they've done a show how they miss being around people and like performing for human beings again and and they like refer to the crew and they show the crew all wearing masks and, and it's like it's like I like when reality shows like show you the reality of what's going on right now like with yeah. Real Housewives of Atlanta right now showing Portia going to all the protests and getting arrested.
0: Well, they have to. I mean, this is a global thing that's happening. It's affecting everybody. You know, it's not yeah. isolated. Um, so you kind of have to include that in the season. And like we said with Drag Race UK, which is airing in two weeks from now. Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. That season started before COVID uh, got out of hand and then they had to cut cut production. So that's going to be really interesting to see how they handle that. That's wild. Um, and I think they filmed, they filmed UK in the spring. They had to stop. And then they filmed Drag Race season 13. And then they came back to finish Drag Race UK. Well, they also did All-Stars in between, too. <laughs> and there's an All-Stars, I guess. So, yeah. Jesus, Marie. Um, yeah. Yeah, COVID. And, and yeah, it's really affected people's performance. Like, they, you don't perform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so doing these shows, these girls that are like, how often do you perform? Like, none. Like, I don't perform at all right now. Are you kidding? Yeah, um, I know. And it changes that dynamic going into the show that's about
1: performance. Right. It's interesting because, like the smaller cities, you see that they're still performing. Like Ottawa just closed their bars before Christmas, but like they've been doing shows in bars up until like two weeks ago.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, we had our last show at a viewing party. My last show, um, just in just the week before March, right? Yeah, that was my last live show. It's been so long. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's affected all of us. I'm happy they're commenting on that because it's something that we can all relate to and, you know, feel, feel it. Tis. And uh, hopefully we will be getting back sooner than later, I hope, because I miss performing. I, I, I'm sure you do too.
1: I do. I miss it so
0: much. I know. And um, I do. I miss it. I, I don't like performing from home as much. It's, I like the energy of the crowd. I like feeling the energy of people, you
1: know? I know. I I get energy off the comments for sure, and then also, I like not having to pad and wear shoes. See,
0: I feel like I'm only half assing myself, so I don't feel like I'm fully invested mm. <laughs> when I'm sitting around with my dick out. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I wanna, I, you know, wanna, I wanna lose my dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I don't wanna lose my dick. All right, yeah, that do. is this episode of Squirrel Talk and RuPaul's Drag Season season. 13 episode one. The we are now time. on the Sonar Network. Oh, my goodness. Well, this was a different episode. It's a different year. What do we expect of 2021?
1: What's your predictions, Lena? Um, I think it's going to be a very transitional year for everybody. I think the way everything comes back is going to look a little bit different than it did before.
0: Mm-hmm. I think and maybe that's a good thing with this season to switch things up. Cause yeah we have to switch our mindsets of like things are not going to be the way they were before they're just mm-hmm. not So we really have to start changing how we used to do things and do things and I mean view things for sure I mean we have to start going to change things up the world needs a shake up and we got it. Right. and let's make this a good good thing in the very end you know
1: I'm with you let's do it
0: so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to 2021. I think I've set up a lot of great things for myself in 2020. We'll see what happens out of 2021 with it. Woo! And that's that. <laughs> that's so remember to subscribe. We are on the Sonar Network. Check out the other podcasts they have available. They are hysterical. Uh, some of my good Judys are on there. Selena has done a lot of podcasts with them as well. So you can listen mm-hmm. to Selena some more if you like. And uh, we will be back next. We were airing this every Monday, RuPaul's Drag Race. And once RuPaul's Drag Race UK airs, we'll be doing every Tuesday. No, wait, I got that backwards. UK is going to be on Mondays, but we're going to air th- this on Monday for now. And then we're going to air at RuPaul's on Tuesdays. But listen to them both.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what are you saying? Okay, let's do this. Mondays and Tuesdays. That's all you got to know. You know, I'm confused.
0: There's too many po- shows and podcasts. I can't. I <laughs> there are can't. too many. There's too many. Oh. All right, squirrels, check us out. Subscribe, give us a rate and review if you enjoyed this podcast. And we will see you next week.
1: Yeah. See you later, clowns. Bye. 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 Bye.